A recent survey from the Angus Reid Institute shows that while the vast majority of provincial governments have done a good job handling the COVID-19 pandemic, approval ratings are starting to drop a little bit. In June, an average of 80% of people said their provincial governments were doing well. That number as of now stands at just 58%. So to break down some of the data here and what we're looking at from province to province, pleased to welcome to the show now Research Director with the Angus Reid Institute, Dave Korzynski. Dave, how you doing? I am doing quite well uh, navigating this uh, this interesting new world in BC and uh, just, you know, working away and glad to be with you. Well, thank you so much for the time. So I'll start with how we're doing here in BC. Um, I know the maritime provinces are leading the way when it comes to approval right now. Not surprising given that their case counts have stayed relatively close to zero. But outside of that, it looks like BC is still doing uh, relatively well. They're, they're the, the people of BC are, are pretty happy with the way the government has handled this pandemic to date. Yeah, you know, it's almost um, a, a little bit surprising when you see those numbers because of all of the coverage, which is always about, you know, what should the government do? Are the restrictions too much? Are they too lax? And um, it's been very difficult dealing with the school districts and um, trying to figure out how to keep kids in school but keep everybody safe. And there's a lot of conversations about um, potentially what the government is doing wrong or, or how they've overstepped their bounds and people saying the restrictions go too far, those types of things. But what we see consistently when we go out and talk to a large group of British Columbians is that we really are um, among the most kind of satisfied with the way things have gone, and that has really been the case for the past 10 months and I think was something that when John Horgan decided to call an election that he was very cognizant of, um, that people have been pretty, uh, uh, you know, they, they've felt that the government has, has really managed this well on a number of different areas. So, yeah, 68% overall say that the government has done a good job in terms of handling COVID, um, which is, is second only to those Atlantic Canadian provinces. You know, in Newfoundland and Labrador, the, the government gets 93% approval on this question. Um, so having the Atlantic bubble has really been uh, quite a positive for for those provinces in terms of keeping COVID out and keeping those satisfaction numbers high. But uh, BC, um, for the rest of, of the country, is really leading the way. Uh, with this second wave that we're currently in as well, we know it's been hitting uh, Manitoba and Alberta the hardest, really, uh, across Canada. And that reflects, basically, in, in how people feel the government has handled that as well, with some pretty poor, poor ratings from the people in those provinces. Yeah, it's been really a, a tricky situation for Alberta and Manitoba. Um, both both of those governments have um, been kind of on record earlier in, in, in the pandemic as not really making light of it, but in suggesting that trying to keep things as normal as possible was the way to go. You know, you had Manitoba in, in June. Um, Brian Pallister was getting a lot of heat because he was... Um, defending the fact that tourism Manitoba was promoting traveling to Manitoba um, for people in Ontario and Quebec who might have been getting bored of, of the restrictions there. Um, and that's the type of thing that kind of comebacks to haunt you when, when these second waves um, start to get out of control. And, and there's a situation now where Manitoba has had basically the strictest lockdown in the country. And um, thankfully, the, the cases are trending downward there now. That is not the case in Alberta as things are still kind of going up a level that is, isn't seen in the rest of the country. And when you compare our 68% in BC saying the government, the government's doing a good job 
In Alberta, it's just 41%. In Manitoba, it's just 31%. And both of those those governments um, in the summer had uh, ratings in the 70s. Um, so you see how much people have become a lot more critical as this has gone on and as the perspective has kind of changed um, alongside the, the cases going upward rather than downward as they were in June when we're comparing the data sets. Now, of course, uh, the focus of this survey was talking about COVID response, but in in connection to that, right, there are some other issues that you looked at as well. And going back to us here in British Columbia, outside of COVID, uh, it looks like the the, the way the government has handled other issues isn't being received all that well. Talking about issues like housing affordability, uh, poverty and homelessness, uh, drug drug use and addiction, seniors care, those things, they, you know, especially seniors care, I was surprised to see how low um, the the responses were with, with how the the province has actually handled it. Were you surprised to see that, you know, obviously healthcare in general did quite well and, and the COVID-19 response has done quite well, but some of these other issues just don't seem to be resonating quite as much. Yeah, and there are issues that have um, arguably have been exacerbated by the pandemic. When you look at housing affordability, you know, people are looking at the markets and saying, oh, maybe this will actually cool the markets a little bit. And really the opposite has happened, and housing affordability is still a huge issue. Only 23% of British Columbians say the government is doing a good job on that file as they kind of look for anything that the government can do to bring those prices down or at least stabilize them because um, if it shows us anything, it, it doesn't seem to matter what happens. Um, housing prices in BC, particularly in Vancouver, um, in Kelowna, in, in places that are really high demand, uh, continue to go upward. So that's that's a big issue. Poverty and homelessness is something that there's a real spotlight on right now because of what the pandemic has done and, and people uh, looking to serve and looking to government benefits to kind of sustain them. Again, just 23% saying the government's doing a good job there. And the other one that we really see is drug use and addictions, where only uh, 24% say the government is doing a good job. And we've seen opioid deaths spike throughout the pandemic to to levels where they haven't been in recent years. Um, So people look at this and they say, you know, the government is putting a lot of resources into COVID. They grade healthcare really favorably. They they grade uh, COVID handling favorably. But they look at some other things that I think are perceived as slipping through the cracks. While the government might not say it, see it that way, um, the the per- perception outside is that those are still areas where we need to make progress, and, and people will be looking to in 2021 as we kind of have this vaccine rolled out and and get things a little bit back to normal those are going to be the key issues that sustain themselves when the pandemic is gone alongside obviously the economic growth question which is going to be a real big problem i think for uh the entire country as every every province is running a deficit in 2021 Um, i noted in the piece that that hasn't happened since 1995 so that is a big issue um everybody is going to be trying to balance the the accounts over the, the coming years. Wow. Um, what well, one question I, um, I I liked that you asked as well was just the the, the comparison between the premier and the provincial health officer. Um, and, and outside of Ontario, where I guess Doug Ford has a bit of a higher rating than the than the health officer there, and it's just one percentage point, so basically a dead heat. But uh, everywhere else, you know, there's a pretty significant gap that exists between uh, the, the approval rating of the health officer versus the premier, with the premier uh, coming in a little bit less popular than the health officer. Was there anything that was surprising there? And also, has the um, approval of Bonnie Henry changed at all um, over the course of some of these surveys that you've done? Yeah, so that was one of the things that we saw at the very beginning was um, throughout the pandemic, the 
the, the people, the frontline workers and, and public health officers have really been positively perceived. Um, and you've got John Horgan, who's running basically on par with the provincial government. He's at 67, the government's at 68. And then you got uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry at 77%. So um, there, there is a wider sense that um, these public health officials are doing everything they can. I think people understand the, real, the long hours that they're working and just how tough this thing has been for people who are every day um, in charge of managing this. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest one that was surprising is, is Dr. Dina Hinshaw in Alberta, where Jason Kenney only gets 41% in the, the good job column, whereas uh, Dr. Hinshaw is, is performing at 70%. So I think that people realize that there are politics at play, uh, and that tends to kind of color the perspectives. But the chief public health officers are largely seen as independent of that. And I think that people really do appreciate the the work that they're doing and have been giving them pretty high praise throughout the pandemic. And that's something that hasn't really dropped off. Yeah, which I'm a little surprised to hear as well, um, just because, you know, I I do think the vast majority of people still appreciate the job. And and speaking specifically to B.C., that Dr. Bonnie Henry has been, uh, you know, approved by most people to this point. But I think uh, there are some people who are starting to feel like maybe the message is getting a bit stale and, and, you know, hearing the same kind of comments over and over and over again, it gets a little bit tiresome. And I was surprised that, you know, maybe her her approval rating didn't drop a a little bit more, which, uh, you know, kind of surprised me. there is a secondary aspect of that that isn't in the study, but we have seen is that people approve of her at the same level, but the percentage of people who are listening to her has dropped uh, precipitously. Mm. It's way down from where it was, and it actually has, has been trickling back upwards um, as cases have risen. People have started to tune in again. But over the summer, you know, you had half the number of people paying attention to the daily announcement. So it kind of ebbs and flows as cases get more serious. And in the second wave now, people are tuned back in um, and are, are still giving her uh, positive uh, grades, but might have sort of been ignoring her for the three months in the middle where we were actually doing pretty well uh, in terms of cases. Dave, thank you so much for the time. I really appreciate this. Interesting stuff. And uh, we'll catch up again down, uh, down the road. But uh, thanks for the time today and enjoy the rest of your Thursday. No problem. You take care. All right. That was research director there with the Angus Reid Institute, Dave Korzynski.